Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds and lake muck. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Is part of the concern at this point just because he's not practiced and played so much? He's not a concern as a football player. He's a concern maybe a little bit with his health. And um, so we're, we're taking that with real kid gloves. Um, but um, we miss him out there. He's We can do so many different things with him that, uh, that allows the rest of the guys. And plus he does a great job of communicating to everybody. So we're just being cautious with him. Or, or something new? No, it's not the pick. Who was who Zimmer? That was Judd asking Zimmer questions. I couldn't hear Judd's questions. Who were you asking about there? Anthony uh, Barr. Okay. So he, he didn't play again. He, he has missed a ton of practices now and didn't play again Saturday. And so at some point in time, I, I said, because I think earlier on, he said he was not too concerned, but like he's missed ex- extensive time now. And then I had assumed it might be the peck that he tore in week two that ended his 2020 season and Mike confirmed it's not. And I've heard it's soft tissue, probably a hamstring. So they do think that he will be prepared for week one. But, I mean, it makes sense with a guy like that if he's got a hamstring to be really cautious because the worst thing that, that you could do is accidentally rush him back and then he goes and blows out the hamstring and now he's out for a very long time. That, by the way, is former lead Vikings beat writer at the Star Tribune from AccessVikings.com back <laughs> in the day, Judd Zolgad with the hamstring soft tissue scoopage here. And this is Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, Daily Vikings Entertainment, with one mission statement. We always have to remind people of this, especially I feel like the last couple days. One mission statement. We want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Also, TCL, one of our presenters here on Purple Daily, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They got a new lineup of award-winning TVs developing uh, delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. We're going to get to the pie chart of blame. We're going to get to some silver linings. But, gentlemen, breaking news this morning. 
Everson Griffin is reportedly right on the verge of returning to the Vikings. Ian Rappaport from uh, NFL Network had the news that they're very close. It's not completely finalized, but that the Vikings are going to bring back Everson Griffin. So I think two questions. Number one, how good is he? Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that even as a part-time player last year, his pressure rate, so how often he gets pressure on the quarterback per snap, was about the same as it has been you know, in the last five years of his career. He, he can still get after the quarterback. He's not what he was when he was like 27 years old. But he can definitely help a team if he's the same player he was last year in a part-time role. My other question is, how do you feel about the Vikings willfully bringing a guy back who in January... Sent out these now deleted tweets on his Twitter account at Vikings. Kirk Cousins is asked. Thank you. Ask Zimmer if he wanted Kirk. He will tell you the truth. Who wanted Kirk Cousins? Take your guess. Um, are we going to have a, a kumbaya session at practice when Everson gets back? Are we? Are we going to? Are we going to arm wrestle like that Sylvester Stallone movie? <laughs> For oh, locker room supremacy, God, I hope what's not. gonna what's That's gonna so happen? Is are they gonna pretend like nothing happened? Kenny Loggins playing in the <laughs> locker room as they arm wrestle. How awkward is this gonna be when those two guys run into each other at practice? Now, I don't think it's going to be because I don't think that if Kirk if Kirk was the unquestionable leader of this team, I think it gets weird. But I also think if that was the case, Griffin is not back here. Um, this team is built on a belief in what defense right because who is the unquestioned leader of this team is there, it Harris, there's not one i mean harrison in, smith's not the verbal in my opinion guy. there's not one there there are probably leaders of units like offensive guy and defensive guy for sure um but i don't there's I not do, like a jj watt or a no, tom brady like like alpha personality right do you see one i see no galvanizing one person here yeah i mean harrison smith is so quiet kirk i mean kirk is a top 15 quarterback but he's not like the He's not the guy that everyone gravitates towards, so it, it is kind of interesting. If you want I, mean, the guy that I, I mean, Everson has kind of been that at times. but If you want the guy that I would gravitate towards personally just be, because from how he walks around and how he carries himself, my guy, but he's too young probably, Justin Jefferson. Like, he's just got the swag of I'm a superstar, but not a jerk. Like, he walks around with a swagger, but it doesn't come with, like, the bravado of he's sort of a bleep. Um, so I would say that he is that he's probably the guy who comes the closest to being a guy that if if you had to follow one person and, and you couldn't be like, it's all can be a defensive guy, it would be Jefferson. Uh, but so back to Griffin, I think if because I don't think Kirk is the unquestioned leader, because I think Mike is so fixated on making damn sure that this defense is good. And keep in mind, this team definitely tried to sign some right ends when free agency opens, so some big ones. Carl Lawson was one of them, and he's yep. out for the year with a torn knee ligament. Exactly right. And or so because they, and because they whiffed there, this does not surprise me. And I think if you bring Griffin, if you bring him in now at 33, and you use him as more or less probably a pass rush specialist, um, I like it. I definitely do. And and if he's still got that burst left, um, I think Mike has come to the conclusion, and he might be right. He can't afford – it's more important to try and win games and be as good defensively because of how this team is constructed than to worry about Kirk's feelings. And so I think this is more a move that says we're trying to win football games. Our defense should be damn good, and we're not going to pass up an opportunity 
to make that defense as good as possible. Yeah, Dex, do you think this is uh, going to be a good move for the Vikings, or do you think it'll somehow <laughs> blow up a little bit? No, I think this is a good move. I, I know he's a very polarizing guy, uh, but I still think he's got some plenty of gas left in the tank. And last season, you know, he wasn't playing as much as he was. You know, like when he was with the Vikings, he was playing in like 80% of the snaps. And last year in Dallas and Detroit, just 25 and 22% of his snaps. So he was used very situationally, and he was still successful, like Phil was saying, with his pressure rate. So... I'm just assuming that what Mike Zimmer has dialed up here is using a pass rush by committee opposite of Daniil Hunter uh, with Weatherly, with Richardson, with Everson Griffin. You know, if if it, it, I don't think it makes a lot of sense to just throw someone in, hey, Stephen Weatherly or hey, DJ Wanham, you're going to play the 80% of the snaps on the other side of Daniil Hunter. And instead, let's just use this rotation by committee. And Everson Griffin, I mean, and number one, Sack Daddy is one of the best nicknames of, of, of the, really the last is. few years. Um, so if, if he's still the guy that's getting uh, the pressure at the quarterback at this low rate of playing amount of snaps, yeah, I think it's a very, very damn good signing. I did too. I think um, I, I like the idea of keeping three or four guys in a rotation and keeping them fresh. And um, Everson Griffin can sort of add. I think Everson on paper would get the most of these snaps, but... I think it makes sense for a lot of reasons, and we'll see. I'm, I'm sure Everson will offer a big old apology hug to Kirk when they run into each other in the Vikings practice facility. So we'll see what happens. If they win, it's fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, we got them back and we're winning football games. If they don't win, it'll get a little bit dicey. Uh, so the other thing for people, so we, we did this on Mackie and Judd for years and years, and we're bringing it this season to Purple Daily for the first time. After games, we're kind of we're kind of tuning up here in the preseason. Yes. It'll be Our real preseason. go time, go time, go time in the regular season. When the Vikings lose, when the Vikings win, we bust out the pie chart of praise. When the Vikings lose, we bust out. This now one. on Mackie and Judd, this chart makes it as clear as I can to you. The pie chart of blame. You want to blame somebody? And again, these are preseason games, and so I think if you guys want to go combination of the game itself and then just sort of like the big picture of them getting off to a slow preseason start, you can interpret however you want. But this pie chart of blame is presented by a company that we aren't blaming for anything other than just like having fun on motorized vehicles, Moon Motorsports. All right, we're talking about a family-owned operation in business for over 50 years, since 1971. And uh, this is the widest selection of hard-to-find side-by-sides, ATVs, motorcycles, snowmobiles, uh, it's a it's a really exciting collection of power sports vehicles and all kinds of recognizable brands like Honda Polaris. So check them out. They've got full sales, service parts, and apparel departments on site. MoonMotorsports.com, boys. Let's start with... The Rock knows how you feel about pie. Judd Zolgad, what is your pie chart of blame for a pretty ugly performance, at least offensively, in a loss to the Colts? Back to a very Zolgadian six slices. So, so oh, wow. I, think I, had, I think I had You're three or four cutting. last week. I'm back to six now. But here, You're like Nick Gage with that pizza cutter right now for any uh, <laughs> independent professional wrestling fans. But keep this in mind. So this is, this is not at all solely focused on just Saturday's game. It is big picture, too. So it's both. All right, 20%. I've got, uh, let's see, i got one, two, three slices. They're 20%. Number one, Kirk Cousins. Not just for wow, what happened dude. on Saturday, but he has not looked sharp since coming back from quarantine. No matter what Kirk says, he has not. And I need Kirk to get off to a good good start. So, you know what? If Jefferson and Cook come back and things start to click um, in week one, that's fantastic. But until I see that type of performance developing, 
I'm a little bit concerned. So I'm giving 20% of a, uh, of a piece of pie to Kirk just as a cautionary, hey, let's get this thing going, man. Let's you know go. what? Let's, it's go time. Let's get this rolling. I'm actually uh, I'm going to pause your pie chart for a second. I didn't I didn't know if we were going to do this on Purple Daily today like we did on Mackie and Judd. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like in the in the um, effort to be fully transparent here on the show, I'm going to share something on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Oh. And I'm going to explain this for the audio audience. Yes. Judd Zolgad caused quite a stir on Twitter last night when he tweeted, how does Cousins not throw the ball to BB here? Instead, he foc- uh, he forces it to Irv Smith, who is just out of the picture. And on the yeah. screen, on it's a picture. screenshot of Cousins rolling to his right. There's a, an edge rusher defender charging within about four or five yards of him. At the top of the screen, you see Irv Smith's legs next to a Colts player's legs. He's very much covered. But then on the right side of the screen, you see Chad Beebe in about five yards of open space to his right as he's running to his right. And you're saying, well, we'll go wide open Chad Beebe is. Mm-hmm. Why don't you throw it to Chad Beebe? Mm-hmm. But what you don't say here with this picture is how you cropped out the Colts defender, the cornerback squatting in, in zone coverage to his right. In my dark room, yes. That Chad Beebe no. is running right into a Colts defender here, according to people that saw the wider version of this. And so uh, why are you bringing this anti-Kirk propaganda to Purple Daily here today? Well, first of all, Chad, sit down, sit down in the flat, make the catch. Second of all, as I told you, on Mackie and Judd as well. This was pointed out on the telecast by Pete Bursich, Vikings analyst who did, who played the game. <laughs> now, the play-by-play guy ignored him completely, but anyway, mm. Pete Bursich is the one who first said, you've got to, you've got that guy there. You've got to hit him with that pass. Don't force the ball back into the middle of the field because, gentlemen, we've all seen what happens when a Vikings quarterback forces the ball into the middle of the field. I it's think Bursich might be replaced by Ben Lieber on that broadcast next week with, with that kind of negativity. I saw a tweet be careful. last night that Ben brings no <laughs> – that he just brings a, a very solid, no-nonsense, mm-hmm. non-homer take. Uh, so, all right, so 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 Bursich also said the same thing here, and you're just – you're just uh, piggybacking You're on down. what mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, said. Yeah. I will say that I if like there's it. a pie chart of blame for this particular screenshot, I think 80% goes to Chad Beebe for not squatting in the window of the zone. And uh, hmm. maybe 20% goes to Kirk for forcing a throw to a covered wide receiver here. So that's a little, little pie chart within a yeah. pie chart. The Rock knows how you, you feel about yeah, pie. I like, I like what you did there. This is like next level today on yeah, Purple Daily. Yes, it is. It's a Harvard pie chart is what this is. Ivy League stuff. All right. My next uh, piece of pie is also 20%. It goes to the fact that Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson didn't play, um, which, by the way, I agree with completely. So this is not a complaint. I'm just saying if they don't play, it's tougher. When uh, when Amir Abdullah and C.J. Ham appear to be the featured backs, it's not going to be the same as when Dalvin Cook plays. So I'm here for CJ Ham featured back Good at role. some point this season. Uh, he was at one point in yeah, one man. of the early series on Saturday, dude. He he give, was featured. Sold back. Give that dude the rock. Got the carry. 20%. 20% goes to, and this is bigger picture, Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer for starting Rashad Hill at left tackle. <laughs> Ole Udo is, uh, hey, I'm a little concerned, but we get to see him. And like Phil has said, give him a chance. I mean, he might be good so far. Now, it's exhibition games, but he's off to a good start. Well, Ole Udo is also like a young upside, like the ceiling is high, right? Right, but I mean, that's a little bit of a concern, but it's also what let's see what he can do. And it might work. Rashad Hill is a known commodity. He's a backup swing tackle. 
he is in no way, shape, or form a starting left tackle. Um, he, he gave up a sack to Quiddy Pay on Saturday. I think he right now, and this could change, looks like the weakest link on that line. And Christian Derisaw will be back, but it's not going to be in week one. So that's a concern. Uh, 15% goes to, again, general manager Rick Spielman and head coach Mike Zimmer for thinking that Jake Browning can be their backup QB. Guys, it's not working. It's not going to work. You need to find a backup QB. Running Jake Browning out there now in games is painful to everybody, including Jake Browning's parents. So let's Jeez. stop with that. Let's stop with that. Are you saying that his parents now have turned their backs on him? They just think I, he's a disappointment no, he, because a, of the, the Colts preseason great, game. He's probably a great guy, and Classic he's got a long guy. and he's got a long a career guy. probably guy, in but, the stock market or something. But you guys saw it. Market. But you guys saw it. You can't have him as your backup quarterback, and, and it certainly shouldn't be Mon. But I'm not mad at Mon. That's fine. Uh, well, my, well, I'll he's save a, he's my the third I'll, quarterback. I'll reserve some of my thoughts okay. for my own pie chart. But I thought Mond looked a lot more comfortable at the sure. very least. I know that uh, Browning's PFF grade was higher, but in terms of like eye test, who just looked more comfortable playing in an NFL football game? Kellen Mond was much more comfortable yesterday. And my final two, two, and my final two pieces of pie: fifteen percent. And this was a preseason game without Jefferson and Cook. I realized that. But 15% went to the three series the Cousins played, the first team play calling by Clint Kubiak. Uh, this is the preseason dude. You can throw down the field. Like, you can take some shots. Um, it looked like they were, like, trying to practice what Zim wants, right? Like, okay, Cook's not playing, but we got to hit. Now we've got to give the ball to C.J. Hammer Abdullah. <laughs> Uh, no, this is the preseason. Let's take some shots. Yeah, in fairness, they're also trying to get offensive linemen run blocking reps against an opposing yeah, team. So. I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned with them pass blocking field than run blocking. Me, well, me too. But like they're going to like they're going to run the ball. I understand philosophically that, but, more but than most times, teams. How many times did did Kirk was Kirk allowed to actually drive the ball down the field just to do it? I mean, it's the preseason. You can do that. Well, maybe they're maybe they're withholding all of their chunk plays for maybe. week one against the Bengals. Maybe, and then 10% to wrap this up. The Colts having to play Sam Ellinger and Jacob Eason at quarterback. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I did. I, I mean, Jake Browning is not good, but those two guys, oh. Now, now supposedly Carson Wentz is going to return to practice today for the Colts in a limited role of sorts. Oh, so he might start week one, I would guess. But, oh, that was some difficult quarterback play to watch once Kirk left the game. Uh, I'll give you mine. The Rock knows how you feel about fairly pie. quick here. Fifty uh, percent of my pie chart of blame is because key starters route. It was seventy percent last week, but they brought more starters in. Mm -hmm. Still, Justin Jefferson, Daniel Hunter, Dalvin Cook. I mean, those are like three of your Mount Rushmore players for this season. And Adam Thielen got dinged up in this game too. So at one point, your wide receiver core started with KJ Osborne as like your best receiver on the field. So. Um, when KJ Osborne and Chad Beebe are like your number one, number two wide receivers, it's tough to really get a gauge on how explosive your offense can be. 20% to Jake Browning and all of the ghosts that he saw, even with clean pockets in that game. Yep. Uh, Jake Browning was about as skittish and nervous and inaccurate as any quarterback I've ever seen play in a preseason game until the two-minute drill. And he wasn't perfect, but he but like once, okay, now it's two-minute time. Two-minute Jake. Here we two go. Two-minute Jake. Is that what he should come in? <laughs> he was more comfortable. <laughs> Wasn't he? He was definitely more comfortable when yeah. it was like nothing to lose, two-minute drill. 20% uh, to the left tackle situation in general. So I'm going to go like Rashad Hill having to start 
and Christian Derrissaw's continued lingering core muscle injuries. Uh, Rashad Hill had one of the worst PFF grades of any offensive lineman this week in the NFL, which is bad. And then I'm going to go 10%. It just kind of feels like, and we did a deep dive into this on Mackie and Judd today, if you want the full breakdown. Um, But Zimmer and Cousins just kind of feel like strangers in the night. They just, you know, Zimmer takes little veiled shots at Cousins in press conferences. You'll have to ask him. (laughs) You know, he just like, he just. There's not a great vibe there, um, and the offense just feels kind of clunky, even in practice. You know, Judd's observing practice every day, so I, I do think the offense is going to be. I'm not going to say it's going to be the '98 Vikings, but like it's going to be fine once they get their legs underneath them for the regular season. But um, there's just a weird vibe between Cousins and Mike Zimmer that hangs over this team right now. Yep, and I'm going to put 10 percent of their bad start here to that vibe, um, and that pie chart. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. And the reason I am so cool, calm, and collected, even after a putrid second preseason performance, is because I'm wearing Chill Boys. Mm -hmm. I went to chillboys.com a couple days ago. The most comfortable boxer briefs I have ever worn in my life, and I can speak for you guys, too. I went to Chill... I literally got rid of all of my non-Chill Boys boxer briefs. All of them. And I have now bought a full slate of Chill Boys, mostly the, the performance... And the bamboo fabric. One word from each of you to describe how Chill Boys are making you feel right now. Ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. Declan? Comfortable. I'm just, I, I'm always comfortable in my Chill Boys. And, I, and you know what? Let me just, let me, I'm going to rephrase it. Surprised. Surprised because I have never been a briefs person. I don't like briefs. I don't like things being jam-packed together. I like it loosey-goosey. Take that as you will. And these are like the hybrid between the briefs and boxers, and it's completely changed my mind. I'm with Phil. I can no longer wear non-Chill Boys underwear because of this. Mm-hmm. So surprised is my word. Chillboys.com, and when they ask you where you found out about Chill Boys, just tell them Purple Daily, and <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll very much appreciate that. Um, also, the Minnesota Vikings have partnered with the Minnesota Lottery for two fun scratch games. The $5 game can win you up to... $100,000, and the $2 Skull game can win you up to $15,000. Great second-chance prizes as well, like Vikings tickets and merchandise. Get pumped. It's the game. Um, it's the it's the absolute best scratch game for Vikings fans. If you're ready to rock, say, I'm in to Vikings scratch games from the Minnesota Lottery. It must be 18 or older to participate. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. Declan, your pie chart of blame. All right, I, I just have two pieces of pie. One as a, as a humongous chunk, 90% of the pie, and one just that little sliver, you know, when you come back for a second piece of pie, and you go, oh, no, I, I, just just a little piece, you know, just just a, just a little one there as, as a little second piece just of pie. Just a little sliver. Just, just a, a little, little sliver, Aunt Maureen, I swear. <laughs> just, a, just I want a sliver, okay? I just want a, a tiny little piece of pie. Uh, but 90% of this pie... 90% goes to this an anemic offensive performance. I'm not going to look far ahead right now. I'm not going to blame Spielman. I'm not going to blame Zimmer. I'm I, I, 90% of this pie goes in an anemic offensive performance from Jake Browning, from Kellen Mond, from Kirk Cousins. I know starters are out. I know starters are out. But when I'm watching Packers and Jets, by the way, before that game on Saturday, and I'm watching Kurt Benkert. Do you know who Kurt Benkert is? He's like the fourth or fifth mm, string Packers I didn't quarterback. Saturday. Neither did I. Neither yep, did I. Good. Never heard of he's him. He's good. Yep. 
If Kurt Benkert can orchestrate a 10-minute, 80-yard drive down the field against the New York Jets, I think Jake Browning, Kellen Mond, and maybe Kirk Cousins can orchestrate some type of scoring play. It was an anemic Hater. offensive performance. Eight quarters, no touchdowns. I, 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 I'm putting all the blame on this. I don't care it's preseason. If, 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 if scrubs can get touchdowns, so can this Vikings offense. So 90% of the pie to an anemic offensive performance again in the preseason. You got one more chance to, uh, to sew this up against the Chiefs next week. Godspeed. Uh, and then the last, pe- last piece of my pie, that 10%, that little second char- uh, part of it, 10% to Bozos. 10% to Bozos who tell us and tell everything it's fine. It's preseason. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Bozos being quarterback coaches on Twitter. Bozos understanding that, hey, it's it, everything. It, it's not that big of a deal. It's starters are out. Rookies are in. Everyone stay calm. I'm sick of that. I, I, I'm, I'm looping everyone in as, as a bozo in that. And that's not Vikings fans necessarily. It's a collection of people that are bozos. And 10% of that second pie goes to that. So 90% for anemic offensive performance, so you think, 10% you think to people, sh- people should be free to freak out if they want. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. You don't understand the game. You never played. I, I didn't. Very, very, it's very I, clear listen, you didn't play the game. Okay, who's the most veteran football player on this show? I quit after eighth grade. I never played a game in my life. I was a legend on the playground. Okay, Saint Therese. So, in, so in me. Favorite. So you're saying it's me. I okay. basically care. I was Earl Campbell back in the day. <laughs> I, I want to see the, the, the slow mo NFL films music. My back. Judge Teacher being pulled by a defender. Yep, I was. You know what? And I always escaped. So don't tell me I didn't suffer from concussions. I bowled people over. I hurt kids. I'll have you know, though, whenever we talk about X's and O's and real football things, just know that I am the true authority because yeah. I stuck with it almost till high school. Okay? <laughs> oh, that's right. Football. Uh, real quick, the other thing, the other thing when, we, when we do the uh, pie chart of blame, we also we balance it in the regular season. We'll do that right now real quick by giving silver linings. So even mm-hmm. though it was a rough performance, my silver lining, the right guards – Mm-hmm. Oli Udo was rock solid. Uh, Dakota Dozier, Oli Udo, and and Wyatt Davis combined for zero pressures allowed in pass protection in that game on Saturday night. So uh, if that is a sign of things to come, if, if that unit is improving, and if Oli Udo can just be passable and average as a right guard, I think it makes a huge difference. And it should help Garrett Bradbury as well, who's had a ton of protection problems. So I'm going to say my biggest silver lining was uh, was the right guards collectively. What about you guys? Mine is very simple. Newcomer, veteran cornerback Bashad Breland was outstanding. Mm. He was all over the field. Cam Dantzler is regressing to the point where now um, Chris Boyd has overtaken him on the depth chart, which is very concerning considering Boyd was a seventh-round pick, I think, in 2019, and Dantzler was a third-round pick in uh, 2020. But the good news is this. Breland looked great. And if Patrick Peterson can bounce back, and I'm not saying be great, but if Patrick Peterson can be good and Breland plays like he did Saturday, uh, that's going to be a huge, huge step forward to the cornerback play, being much more used to what we're seeing and not what we saw last season. Dax, what was your silver lining? Uh, My silver linings, I know this might surprise a little bit, but it's special teams. You know, I I know Greg missed the one field goal, but also Britton Colquitt got to punt eight times. 
because the offense couldn't score and he had 46 yards per punt. He might have saved his job on Saturday. I, I don't think Greg Joseph is going to be a complete disaster. I know he hasn't kicked an NFL field goal in three years, but I am i can't believe I, I'm uttering these sentences, but I trust him. I have trust in him right now. Right now. I have trust in him Careful. right now. So I, I, the it's, better, it's, better to have, it's better to have loved and lost than, than to never have loved, loved at all when it comes to Vikings kickers. I can't believe kickers. you're already trusting the Vikings Well, kickers. I mean, you you buried the lead on special teams. Uh, Smith-Marset had and, three returns, yep. two kicks, and a punt yep. for 80 combined yards, a 41-yard kick return. And so we'll see. D.D. Uh, Westbrook is still trying to get back healthy. But between D.D. Westbrook and Smith-Marset... I think they've got something here in the kick return. You took and his silver return. lining and, re- and and redid it for him. I, I was, I was, well, you know, you, you didn't mention Smith Marset. He was, had a great game. I was on top of getting funny. there, but it's okay. You dropped the gun, but yeah, it's okay. Well, you brought up Britton Colquitt quit, before I you brought had, up Smith Marset in the special teams. teams I had Greg Joseph. I had Get Britton Colquitt, and then I wanted to get to the kick and punt returns, but it's okay. We've now covered oh. that. Well, oh as well, Declan said, I want to praise special teams. And there was a guy that went for 80 yards on three returns, and he brought up Britton Colquitt first. Yeah. I'm just saying. Let's not bury the You know what there. this is? The schism. I told the people schism. last yes. night. The score north locker room is schism. fractured. I love that it word. Is fractured. Schism. I'm taking my vaccine back. Unvaxxed. See you guys later. I'm unvaxxed now. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh. All right. So that's your oh, pie chart. Feel about pie. Those are your that's silver that's linings. Highlight of my day right there. Um, let's give Judd the floor here. Every oh. Monday here, uh, there's a lot to lot to get off our chest here with the Vikings these days. So, Surly, you must be furious, Judd Zolgad. Exactly Sports right. Games. And before I give you what I must be furious about, I want to talk about my friends at Surly and their delicious beer, Furious. Now, I want to thank folks because I am getting a steady stream, especially during games, of uh, tweets of people with they're surly cans. Judd's also getting a steady stream after he drinks five surly yeah. furious. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different thing, okay? I'm 51. Give me a break. I'm working on that. So Judd so, here for prostate exams. <laughs> this, stop. So the so the surly family of beers is a football team. So we got our different brands, right? I'm going to tell football. you right now. Furious, there's the quarterback. And it leads. It leads big time. Uh, it's delicious. It's great for during the week. I drank a few more. Shockingly, I know, Phil and Dex on Friday and on Sunday. So Surly is um, a beer where you do enough settling in life. Crack open a Surly Furious and enjoy the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle, get Surly. All right. Here's what I'm Surly about. And I'd like to preface this quickly by saying it's not, this is not an anti in any way Kellen Mon rant, okay? He's a third round pick. He's a young QB. He is developing. He needs at least a season just to develop. So this has nothing. So, so my consternation here has nothing to do with him. But and Dex alluded to this, and he's exactly right. But when I've been because the Twins stink, watching a ton of preseason football games. Okay, and when I see Zach Wilson with the Jets or Trey Lance with San Francisco. Or Justin Fields with the Bears. Or Mac Jones when I saw him on Thursday with the Patriots. And by the way, I think there's a lot more there than I thought professionally. It makes me furious and jealous that we can't have this. That we can't have the young QB who finally you draft, right? And who comes in. And I'm not saying he's got to look like he is Tom Brady. I'm not saying that he has to look like he's Drew Brees, but I am saying think about the hope right now in Chicago, right, or San Francisco. doesn't even mean that these guys are going to start. But I'm watching 
Zach Wilson on Saturday, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy looks like he's played for four years in the National Football League. It just, as a longtime Viking follower who's been dragged through the quarterback mud, it feels like, Mm -hmm. more often than not, it makes me furious and so jealous to watch these teams that look like they're on the precipice of maybe being right, team control, young QB, who in some cases is going to step right in. Oh, give me that. A uh, couple things off that. Number one, Trey Lance looked, and I didn't see the whole performance, but like, God, that that guy's got a smooth motion. Just like he, I saw him changing speeds on passes, little take a little off over the top of a, a cornerback. Like just that dude was fun to watch. But my second observation is just because Mond isn't quite as polished and ready doesn't mean the Vikings won't have what those teams have mm-hmm. maybe in 2022. I mean, if all goes right, mm-hmm. well, if all goes right, the Vikings have a big season with Kirk and then they have a big decision to make. But like in a perfect world, you would find a way you know, to say, listen, Kirk, after the season, we like you. We don't love you for that money. So we're not gonna we're not gonna pay you forty five million. We're gonna trade you for an asset. Kellen Mond is ready after a year of being an understudy to jump in at a million dollars a year, and now you've got your young guy three years under team control for thirty five million less or forty million less than Kirk makes. Yep. Um, that that dream is still alive. If that's the set. now, there's a lot of people that their dream is just like they want Kirk until he's forty. And just put a better team around Kirk, right? But I'm with you. I, I, I do watch those games and think, gosh, dang it. Man, these teams, not all of them are going to hit. There's going to be a couple busts in that group. But, like, man, if you can find that guy who makes, like, a million dollars and and you can build around him for, in the case of first-round picks, for five years until he has to really get paid. Yep. Um, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't longing a little bit watching Trey Lance just throw darts in that game. Yep. So. Yeah, it's fun to watch, man. So uh, there it is. Surly, you must be furious with Judd Zolgad. Um, Boys, we are uh, we're we're in the thick of it here. Two weeks, two weeks. Well, not. I guess it's three weeks. It was three from Sunday. So we still had because there's a two week gap between the fourth preseason game. Yeah, so three weeks until the start of the regular season. But um, it's going to be a blast. And uh, I should also mention Federated. If you're a business owner out there, Federated Mutual Insurance Company is here to help you. They are here to provide risk management tools and resources. Think of Federated as your offensive line, basically. That's it. They're just standing there, a brick wall, preventing things from... Yeah, they're a better offensive line than we've seen with the Vikings lately. Um, But uh, check them out at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. That's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily Daily Vikings Entertainment presented by Surly Brewing Company. And uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow.